listening to War. We are America Radio, a place where conservatives, libertarians, and Tea Party Americans come together to get the real deal news. No filter. And a lot of patriotic spirit. We are America Radio. Our economy does better when we have a Democrat in the White House. By almost... Every economic measure, America's better off than when I came here. We are now out of the ditch that we were thrown into with the Great Recession. Our economy and our country are in much better shape today. We seem to be stuck in a holding pattern. There was a really disappointing jobs report that came in. I'd give him an A. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for saving our economy. There's a total disconnect between what the American public feels and what he's saying is going on in the economy. Thousands and thousands of Americans. Americans disheartened leaving the job force. Cutting back on hours to avoid the law's mandate that full-time workers get coverage. I would like to vote Democratic, but it's cost me a lot of money. Under President Obama's leadership, our country is on the road to recovery. 38,000 jobs, not enough to even remotely keep pace with population growth. We need to reverse the long-term neglect that is dried up jobs. We're going to put a lot of coal miners and coal companies out of business. Her plan to have clean energy will put coal miners out of work. I just want to know how you can say you're going to put a lot of coal miners out of out of jobs and then come in here and tell us how you're going to be our friend. Don't let anybody tell you that, you know, it's corporations and businesses that create jobs. I'm not on the ballot this fall, but make no mistake, these policies are on the ballot. Every single one of them. One who put the present Democratic administration in Washington, D.C. The whites were evenly divided. It was the fact that you threw 80% of your votes behind the Democrats that put the Democrats in the White House. The, when you see this, you can see that the Negro vote is the key factor. And despite the fact that you are in a position to, to be the determining factor, what do you get out of it? The Democrats have been in Washington, D.C. only because of the Negro vote. They've been down there four years, and all other legislation they wanted to bring up, they brought it up and gotten it out of the way, and now they bring up you. And now they bring up you. You put them first, and they put you last, because you're a chump. A political chump. In Washington, D.C., in the House of Representatives, there are 257 who are Democrats. Only 177 are Republicans. In the Senate, there are 67 uh, Democrats. Only 33 are Republicans. The party that you bash controls two-thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, and still they can't keep their promise to you, because you're a chump. Anytime you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds of the government and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time and you are dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you're not only a chump, but you're a traitor to your race. I know you don't like me saying that. kind of person who come here to say what you like. I'm going to tell you the truth whether you like it or not. (laughs) 
obviously it would be a very serious matter for the united states of any country or to attempt to funnel funds to one of our political parties for any reason whatever regularly takes in money from foreign sources that's a threat to our democracy also potentially troublesome development for hillary clinton clinton foundation accepted millions of dollars from seven foreign governments when hillary clinton was secretary of state saying that foreign nations have donated to the clinton foundation algeria was lobbying the u.s at the time i read the news today oh boy taking donations from foreign countries including the united arab emirates saudi arabia and oman john what in god's name are the clintons doing encountering some new ethical concerns tonight taking money again uh, from foreign governments i think many people were shocked the appearances uh, are awkward at best this is a potentially catastrophic move for hillary clinton millions of dollars from foreign governments this isn't just the appearance of a conflict of interest it's a real conflict of interest that's not how our democracy operates tell all the other curs the lies coming you tell them i'm coming and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans! This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. The Wayne Dupree program. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You're listening to the Wayne Dupree show. I am your host. Wayne Dupree here on War Radio. We are America Radio, live streaming on um, Spreaker.com and the Right Job Broadcasting Network. As a matter of fact, um, we are back and we're better than ever. We have the team with us tonight. We have Hutch Bailey Jr. Uh, we have we have Stacy Rush. We also have Camber Nelson. What is up, people? What's going on? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, I am going to fix it. Well, I'm going to try to fix it in just a second. So y'all take over and I'll be right back.
trying to fix it, okay? Came out today, and uh, I've got a wicked good uh, Don't know what it sounds like on the radio, but uh, a letter came out from. Okay, let me see if I can do this. There I you go. This You're blast. good now. You're, You're, good, You're fine. Okay, a letter came out from some so-called national security experts, uh, and they were all saying that, "Oh my God, Trump's the worst thing that could ever happen," and. And who knows what's going to happen if he's elected president and if he gets the codes. And people are calling me. They're all nervous and scared about this. And I tell them, look, the man has made it his mission to go against his broke-down machine. These people that signed this letter are the broke-down machine. These are the people that took us to Iraq. These are the people that did what we did when we went to Iraq and, and didn't secure it. And, you know, I don't want to dog them too much because some of the things they did were right. But there's no question about it. And I, I told one woman, I said, look, you know what? I want to see all their bank accounts. I want to see where all their money came from. Let me see some Saudi princes in their bank accounts or something. Because they're, they're sticking together for something. And it's not that Trump is going to do something crazy. Because they know doggone well that Trump is going to surround himself with generals. He already is. You know, and, and it's just something that, uh, I don't know. Stacy, your take? Well, no, I feel exactly the way that you do. I mean, it's interesting to me. And again, to come back to the Never Trumpers, I don't get how they cannot understand why everyone is freaking out so badly about this guy. They're freaking out so badly because he's trying to change the establishment. And there are people in there who've been in there forever that don't want that to occur. And um, it's it's just really interesting to me that I that I listen to people on the other side and they are truly um, buying into, you know, don't give the guy the codes. He's unstable. You know, he's in my opinion, he's playing a part um, to to really connect to people out um, out in the mainstream. But I think the man in person is rather measured, rather successful, has shown good judgment in his business. And and I'm. I'm, I'll say this, I am more comfortable with giving him the codes and, our, and, and access to our, our national security secrets than I am Hillary Clinton, who's already shown herself to be incapable of handling such things.
Yeah, I think one of the things when when Trump says, hey, trust me, I know the establishment. I used to be one. They fear him because they know how smart and intelligent he really is. So when they throw all these things at Donald Trump that they don't like him, that they're worried about him, that no, they know him. They know how smart he is. They know how intelligent he is and they know what he is capable of doing and they know what he has done. He is a threat to anybody that is in politics, he is a threat to the establishment, and that is what they fear, is because they know him better than what they would lead on to the people. And so that's why I see them coming out and saying all this stuff, because they know exactly what he's going to do. They know him too well, so they're petrified of him. They're absolutely petrified of him because they know the type of man that he is, they know what he can do, and they know that he's going to follow through with what he says. And so um, it's, you know, I, th- I think when they start talking, like, like you guys say, um, it, it's all talk. They're, well, they're scared. They're scared to death of the guy. Let's, let's look at these people. And let me just preface this with saying, if I ever hear anybody else say, let's unpack this. I'm just going to throw up all over my keyboard. I don't <laughs> want to hear that. Name. It's disgusting. But let's talk about these people that are on this list. John Poindexter, Tom Ridge, Hayden, a whole bunch of other has-beens. What do we think these people did when they left government? Do we think they just went home to the farm and collected Social Security and their, and their uh, retirement checks? Or do we think they probably became six and seven figure lobbyists? That's probably what they did. That's probably what Poindexter does. And I, I didn't have time to research this, but I could do it in about a half hour. I mean, you go down there, these people are all working for the military industrial complex. Uh, just like McCain will be, and, and, and Lindsey Graham will do the same thing. Uh, that's why they're afraid, because they see that this is getting ready to get shut down. And then this pork barrel spending and this uh, a war on every continent, it's, it's going to stop, and it needs to stop, and the money's going to stop flowing, and that's what it's all about, I think. Absolutely. I mean, when you're messing with, with someone's pocketbook, and, and that's all you have to do, you know, you follow the money, and each of them have a lot writing on this. I mean, you know, it, it, is, it is constantly and consistently amazing to me how many people make uh, their living off of the government um, and, and in a big way, in an absolutely big way. And they know that it's coming to an end because they don't because he doesn't he's not bought and paid for like Hillary Clinton is. And she 100 percent is bought and paid for. And and they know they would be much more comfortable with Hillary because they know really nothing changes. And that's the bottom line. Nothing changes. If she wins the presidency, they get to keep their fat pocketbooks and we get to keep um, funneling our money to them while they say the same thing and promise the same thing every two or four years and do absolutely nothing. Well, you're so right. I mean, you know, you think about this and, and, and what 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 the new meme is, and this is coming from all sides, uh, is Donald Trump makes all these products, but he makes them all overseas. And I would just look at, I get so mad when I hear people say that because the politicians set that up. They made it to where as he said the other day, you can't buy a television made in the United States. There's one company and their TVs don't work. You know, right. the, the, you have to have good quality products. And if you can't make a necktie in the United States, I sell neckties. You know, and I think maybe that's probably one of the reasons that got him to run for president uh, and, and to, to, try, to try to fix these basic tenets of cheap energy, fair rules, a strong currency, 
uh, and maybe we can get back in this game. But but Stacy, what do you what do you think when you hear these people uh, just uh, they they pile on from well, all got, sides on something? You know, for instance, that good. Well, I was going to say what it makes me want to do is come out and support him more um, because I have been a little bit more on the fence with the guy, definitely voting for him, but have had my concerns about him up until this point. But when I see Hillary Clinton and then the mainstream media uh, PR firm of her campaign all using the same language, all piling on, and then we see the rhino Republicans piling on on top of that, then that just that just is the straw that breaks the camel's back for me. That's when I want to get out there and support him bigly. You know, I want to be out there with him. I want to be trying to bring these points up to the people who, you know, who think that um, – um, who think that it's, um, you know, their, their place to come in and start, start writing on this guy. And it's, it just makes me want to get out there and do more for him because, uh, you know, I just, I, I get, I get beside myself when I look at what's going on and the fact that people are not seeing that these people who are coming out for him, especially the supposed people on the right are the same people who are fearful of losing the gravy train. And plus, this is another thing. People don't know the facts. Unless you really own a business or operate in business, Absolutely. they don't know the facts. Most Americans don't even know that less than 2%, get this, guys, are you ready? This is a shocker. Less than 2% of any product that you consume is made in the United States of America. So when they throw this around, that even Donald Trump's tie's not even made here. Well, Hillary Clinton was wearing a suit from Bangladesh. She gets well, her stuff from over there, but people don't know. Well, and here's Less, the, how refreshing is it that he actually owns it? That's what I do like about him. He doesn't run from it like a politician. Oh, well, you know, we're no longer going to have things made overseas. He points it out. The reason I do this is exactly what you said, Cam. Less than 2% of anything we purchase here is made in this country, and there's a reason behind that. Mm-hmm. What's that reason? Because of our regulations and how absolutely ridiculous it is to be able to um, manufacture and sell anything here that's made in the USA. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. (laughs) We thought the camera ate you. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that the camera wasn't going to turn off. So (laughs) and then I got nervous and well, yeah, whatever. So here we are, people. We're back. If you if you already don't know, this is the Wayne Dupree show with his um, his talented co-host, uh, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr., Cambry Nelson, and Stacy Rush here on Monday nights. This is the new studio, the new bunker. I haven't been able to put up my banner yet, but um, that'll be going up hopefully tomorrow and. Um, uh, then we'll almost be complete. We'll almost be complete. But uh, I wasn't privy to a whole lot of the things that you were saying. So catch me up so that I can jump right in. Uh, we talked about the, the open letter from the national security people and uh, really the the way Trump's being treated. And, and, and it's uh, yeah. bring it anything, Wayne. Yeah, that yeah, that. Um, yeah, he's being treated like a dog from um, the media and they aren't and and what gets me is that they act like they don't know it <laughs> or 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 actually maybe 
maybe it's not they're acting like that they don't know it. They're just acting dumb that they're doing it. But um, I was watching uh, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani talk to Martha Raddatz yesterday. And she kept wanting him to stick on Trump. And he, you know what? It's, y'all need to go. Wait, hold on. I, I got that video. I got that video. Y'all need to, if you ever want to take on the media, you've got to use Rudy Giuliani's textbook. Now, we already know Donald Trump knows how to take on the media. That's, that's you know, that's why, they're, uh, that's why they're mad. That's why they're pissed off. But Rudy Giuliani was throwing back Hillary stuff every time she wanted to take Donald Trump's name into the gutter. I'm talking about Martha Raddatz. Every time Martha Raddatz of um, ABC wanted to take Donald Trump into the gutter, um, Rudy Giuliani kept taking it back to Hillary Clinton. And, I mean, for me, I, I I thought it was probably one of the best interviews I have seen anybody give to slap down the media. Right. Mayor Giuliani, your friend and a finalist for Trump's VP slot, Newt Gingrich, told the Washington Post this week, the current race is which of these two is the more unacceptable because right now, neither of them is acceptable. Trump is helping her to win by proving he is more unacceptable than she is. Is that the way you see it? No, not at all. First of all, eight points down at this stage. Uh, of course, he'd rather be ahead, but uh, I remember George Bush the first being 16 points down to Dukakis going into September. So let's, you know, calm down. Every, every, everyone should calm down about it. Uh, there's certainly every uh, opportunity for Trump to win this election. And I think her comments, uh, Hillary's comments, just don't get the same attention that uh, Trump's do. For, for example, she lied to a gold star mother. She lied to Patricia, uh, Patricia Smith, the mother of Sean Smith, who, who was killed uh, at Benghazi, I believe because of her incompetence, her incompetence in failing to secure that mission. And she lied to her on September 14th, 2012, right at the coffin. She said it was due to a video. So I think that's far more serious or at least it should get as much attention as all the attention that was paid to, uh, you know, the comments that were made about uh, about the con about the con family. Let's go back to Donald Trump for a moment. He now, Hutch, listening to that, that sounds like a regular interview. Okay, that sounds like a regular a regular interview. He said what he needed to say. He pivoted to Hillary Clinton, and Martha Raddatz tried to take it back to. Donald Trump, but if, but everything that Rudy said was right, because and brought dates, you know, I mean, well, I mean, and and which which lets me know, the more you listen to this video, Rudy was ready for this one. Yeah. He was, I mean, I don't know whether he went through a training course on this one, but he was ready for Martha on this one. Well, he's one of the best prosecutors we ever had. I mean, oh he did yeah, his homework. Oh yeah, yeah. So um. Now, uh, Martha wants to take Rudy back to Donald. He is clearly a man who does not want to walk away from a fight. He does not want to apologize. So how do you keep him on message? Well, he, I, I think he was. I think his reaching out uh, and supporting uh, uh, John McCain and Kelly Ayotte in particular and uh, Paul Ryan, uh, who had been critical of him 
you know, a couple of days earlier shows that he has the ability and the understanding to realize that there are going to be disagreements and you've got to be able to uh, reach out to the entire party. I think you're going to see a lot more of that in his economic message. I also think you're going to see him hitting Hillary very hard. That, you know, she short-circuited. That was a heck of a comment. I mean, first of all, she lied. She didn't short-circuit. She lied last week when she said the FBI found that she hadn't lied. You read Comey's report, he found she lied in about eight different places. So uh, maybe short-circuit is her euphemism for lying. But I don't know, did she short-circuit when she didn't protect the Benghazi uh, compound when she got uh, 20 requests for more help? Did she short-circuit during the Benghazi uh, uh, situation when if we had gotten people there, we might have been able to save Sean Smith and the other CIA uh, gentleman's life? Mr. Mayor, uh, as you know, there have been about 13 investigations into the uh, Benghazi. I, I, I want to go back. This is great. Now, 13. Cam, she, now to shut Rudy up, she's going to bring up the, the 13 uh, investigations from the House, from, from the Republican House committees to shut him up. But like I said before, Rudy was ready. Rudy was ready on that. Uh, 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 what's the word that she used? Uh, short circuit. He was ready on the short circuit and she interrupted him. So that would throw him off track. Absolutely. That's what they do. I mean, you can see the tactic that she's using. Well, sir, there was 13. But she didn't answer the question. He said, what about the lies? What about she lied? She lied. She lied. He set it up perfectly. And then this is what they do. They came back and they said, well, we had 13 investigations. I mean, this is the typical media spin mm -hmm. that they always use. It almost to me sounds like Hillary Clinton speaking, but the media is speaking. It's almost like right, they are right. prepared to combat. When they hear the word lie, they have something to combat it with. Combat it with. When they say something, they step in and say, hey, let's change the subject back to Trump. Exactly what Hillary Clinton did. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, you're seeing the same thing that Hillary does, the same thing the media does. And not only that, it's almost verbatim. It's word for word. But this is how the media uses it to spin it back. But what he's doing, and this is what they meant yeah. when they talked about how Trump can outbeat the media, is exactly what Rudy Giuliani is doing. He's beating the media at their own game with right. the way he's coming back with them. Now, with, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard the first two parts of Rudy's um, template interview. Uh, he stuck it to Hillary um, before, and then in the second part of this... He stuck it to the short circuit that Martha just tried to cut out. She was like, okay, well, you know, hey, look, look. It's already been 13 investigations. Let's move on. Let's listen to how Rudy took care of that. To our poll, you've said this week that the fundamentals are still in Trump's favor. But look at some of these numbers from this poll. Unfavorable view of Trump, 63%, not qualified to be president, 61%, does not have the personality or temperament to be president, 67 We're going to jump on these polls in a second, too, because these uh, whoever created these polls, they aren't, talking, they aren't talking to the people on the ground. They aren't talking to the people that are going out to see Donald Trump. We already know this. Um, so we're going to be talking about the polls in percent. He now seems to be unacceptable to a fixed majority of Americans. How can he turn that around? That's exactly what I've heard the voters say this week as well. Well, he can turn it around by doing to Hillary Clinton what the Democrats have been doing to him. He, he, he can say 
Hey, did she short circuit when she reset the relationship <laughs> with Putin? Uh, and now Russia is, according to the New York Times article today, Russia is in control in Syria. I mean, we turned it, we turned it over to them. Did she short circuit when she advocated for the overthrow of Gaddafi? And Libya is now an Islamic uh, state uh, uh, stronghold. Did she did she short circuit when she said she's going to raise taxes on the middle class? Well, first of all, she is going to raise taxes on the middle class. I actually think that's the only truthful thing she said in about three weeks. Mayor, Mayor but, Giuliani, uh, I want to, I want to. Uh, Stacy. Yes. <laughs> he got back to the short circuit and, and went even further. And if Hillary, Stacy, if Hillary really wants to use that short circuit, if she really wants to use that excuse, then that is the most damning excuse mm-hmm. for her going forward because now anybody listening in the Trump campaign and we know that y'all listen but anybody listening in the Trump campaign y'all should be going out there and saying well if she can short circuit on that if you elect her she can short circuit at any time and mess the whole country up absolutely and and I love hearing any Republican be able to do what Rudy did yes. which is don't yes. accept the premise of the question right Right. Do not accept it. Yep. You know, she is and they do do that. They interrupt any time somebody is trying to make a, a legitimate point from conservative principles to, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. They try and interrupt so that you can't get your point out to the American people. And then they come across with these ridiculous questions. Right. I mean, it's, it's reminiscent of her fake press conference this week where they basically asked her what her favorite color was. You know, Donald Trump is um, clearly, you know, everyone coming out and saying that he shouldn't be given the nuclear codes. What do you think about that, Hillary? And then they come after Rudy with all this crap. And that is what you have to do. You have to hit back twice as hard. And he's amazing at that. And I hope that they do do that. Go back to this again and and stick with Trump if we can, because you are on here as a Trump surrogate. She getting pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I think it's great because you rarely see a Republican like of his statute on CNN. So this is I'm almost kind of like, ha, you deserve it. <laughs> she <laughs> was she, she was definitely getting pissed off. She she was like, hey, look, 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 Joker, look, I look, I already know what you're trying to do. But he no, he did not put Milo's picture on my wall. Yes, he did. It's up there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what Trump ought to do? He, he ought to take he ought to take that video <laughs> of of Hillary's real short circuit when she starts going into those convulsions uh-huh. and she should ask is this a short circuit yeah exactly and it's bobbing back and forth he right. already made a commercial that shows her short circuiting it's pretty good I cannot believe Joe put Milo's picture on my my wall look I you know what I got to put something on my wall that's crazy that's crazy okay so <laughs> <laughs> thank you Joe. You didn't, you didn't know I was watching. Okay, so um, now we know Martha Raddatz is angry. Well, sh- she's pissed off. She's pissed off because Rudy does not did is is not going along with the with the torpedoing that she's trying to do to Donald Trump. Okay, so this is how we end, uh, we end this. 
This week, he was called unfit to be the next commander-in-chief by a very long list of people. Let me read it. President Obama, a group of former cabinet officers, senior officials, and career military officials, a veterans organization with 100,000 strong petitions set it on Thursday, and the former acting director of the CIA, Mike Morrell, who is my next guest, said it Friday in an op-ed saying that Trump is dangerous. Does that not concern you? Doesn't concern me at all. Uh, the fact is, I find I find it a lot more concerning to me that Hillary Clinton was extremely careless in the handling of national security information. Not just one or two, but thousands and thousands of pieces of national security information. I'm a former federal prosecutor, former associate attorney general. If I had done that, I'd have been prosecuted. It's a clear violation of 18 United States Code section 791. And he threw the code out there. And he threw the code out there. Rudy, look, Rudy came to came to fight in this interview. And I hope that and I hope that some of these lackluster so-called uh, uh, media consultants out there are learning how to to um, to um, fight against the media. Because I tell you another thing. There are some people there. There are some con, there are some quote conservative people out there right now that would rather get along so that they can be invited back to talk than hold the media accountable, and that's why the media is able to shuffle them down the road during these questions. Uh, and, I mean, and it's painful to see when you watch these um, people on TV. It's painful to watch them being taken apart by the liberal media who, like someone like Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews will, will bring somebody on to talk about uh, Donald Trump, okay? And uh, depending on who it is, the first question is, uh, so Donald Trump was a birther and he believed it. Uh, now, again, the, uh, Chris Matthews is bringing this person to talk about Donald Trump in the campaign. But the first question is, do you believe Barack Obama was born here in the United States of America? <laughs> and, um, if, and if you don't say yes, then the whole interview is about you and the birth of thing and all that stuff and everything, and then you've lost. You know, but Rudy, Rudy, and I've never seen, I can't remember the last time I seen Rudy with um, Chris Matthews. But um, the way that, again, the way that Rudy finished this was great. What she did were criminal acts. She has displayed As the you fact. know, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Uh, Director Comey said mis he would have to prove that there was intentionally transmitted or willfully mishandled classified information. Our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. And many reasonable prosecutors have come to the conclusion that they would have brought such a case. <laughs> I would have brought such a case, and I would have won such a case. And I've prosecuted <laughs> cases like that in my years in the Justice Department. Hillary Clinton skated because she's running for president. She clearly violated the law. And now, take Comey's words. She was extremely careless with handling national security information. You know, if that's written in someone's FBI background report, they don't get a top security clearance? If she were just an ordinary person, she would be denied a top security clearance because she has proved in her past acts that she is extremely careless in handling uh, national security information. I don't know, maybe she short-circuited when she wiped out 35,000 <laughs> emails. Mayor Giuliani, Donald, Donald Trump has been raising questions about whether this election 
could be rigged. You've lost elections in the past and never really said anything like that. Is that an appropriate thing? So Martha decided to dig at... Um, <laughs> I would have, if dead. I were him, I would have said, Martha, are you okay? You sound a little bit angry <laughs> over there. I just want to make sure you're feeling okay. You okay? Remember... Been like, um, are you, uh, short, you short-circuiting? Yeah, be like, uh, uh, WikiLeaks said what? <laughs> well, you... Look... <laughs> Martha Raddatz. Smart aleck. I would be such a smart aleck to this chick. I'd be like, really, WikiLeaks? Oh, oh, you mean that type of rigging the system, like what happened to Bernie? Was that what you're talking about? You want to rephrase your question, sweet cheeks? I mean, that's what I would say. <laughs> well, I tell you this: Martha Raddatz also was invited to a Barack Obama function, or he was invited to somebody's wedding in her family during 2012. If most of y'all don't remember that, she was a moderator for one of the presidential debates and people were up in arms because she had a, not a love relationship because Barack Obama doesn't like women. But I mean, I'm, I'm saying that she, that she had a relation, a professional relationship with, uh, uh, with Barack Obama and she was part of his, his group. So now she's, she's playing point just like George um, Snuffer. Alphagus, she's playing. Uh, she's playing with on on that side, and now she's digging at Rudy. But watch, but watch Rudy come back. For him to be saying, "Do you believe this election could be rigged?" I think what he's talking about is the very unfair media coverage that uh, Republicans get. I know Oof. all of those uh, of you in the media don't believe this, but you really don't treat us the same way. Uh, the, 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 the allegations by uh, Mrs. Smith, a gold star mother, about Hillary Clinton lying mm -hmm. to her got about one-tenth of the coverage that the con uh, situation got. Uh, Hillary's, uh, Hillary's situation in which the FBI in an extraordinary memo found her to be extremely careless in handling top security information. My goodness, I wouldn't hire a person as an assistant U.S. attorney if that was in their FBI background. We're going to make a president of the United States? Nobody. Oh, okay, so, okay, well, there you go. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to the Wayne Dupree Show. I was uh, playing a template of what, uh, how to deal with the media uh, and she couldn't really take it back over. Rudy, Rudy took that interview away from her. Every time when she tried to go here, Rudy would put that defensive arm right there and put her right back into place. Say, look, this is where I want to go, though. This, I, mean, I can't believe she's so dumb to, to try to take on this guy. I mean, you look at what this guy's done. Right. Uh, just, just from the godfather's point of view, there's five mafia families in the city of New York, the most powerful center Hello? Touch. Four out of five. <laughs> and the only reason he didn't take down all five was because yeah. whack. All right. Uh, some, we, have, we have something wrong with Hutch's, uh, Hutch's uh, communication model, his communication tool there. But, no, um, we, we understand. Well, we understand. Well, we think we understand where he was going. Where why why would Martha go after um, Rudy when Rudy took down uh, New York's worst? You know, so 
Why does this she... is why she couldn't. Right, Because exactly. typically what the media does is when they have somebody of, of that's not of that statue that's on there that they're going head to head with, typically they cut the feed. They cut the feed. They will completely go, oh, we're having audio problems. Mm-hmm. We have to cut the feed. That's what they, they did to me. It. They wouldn't do that to him because they can't do that to Rudy Giuliani. That's what they did to me on, on um, MSNBC a couple of weeks ago. They were like, oh, well, we saw you have audio issues. Right? No, yeah. no, no, we didn't. No, we, you just didn't like my answers. Oh, by the way, this show is being brought to you by WeAreAmericaCoffee.com. WeAreAmericaCoffee.com. Even on the move, I brought some some of the coffee over uh, with me, but uh, uh, I, don't, I don't have it out here with me right now. But I will have some out tomorrow, and, and you know, if you're watching us, you can see the the little coffee mug right on the right on the screen. But I do want to thank those that are watching um, on RSBN.TV and on RSBN.TV. Well, the website itself. You are not forgotten. Um, we love you. We love you, and we're sending hugs to each one of you. In uh, that other chat room. Uh, that y'all keep so active, so active, and we also love the people on our speaker, um, on our speaker side. We're let's see what what time do we got? Okay, um, let's see. I think I think we were like maybe fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes without, well, maybe ten minutes without sound. So I'm going to ask Joe if I could catch up that ten minutes. Uh, that ten minutes of sound, and then I'll cut that out for the for the for the stream audio, and um, we're gonna we're gonna start taking some phone calls two zero two four seven zero six seven three eight two zero two four seven. He just gave us a thumbs up, so we're gonna go an extra ten minutes to catch up uh, some I, because I forgot to unmute my people. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry about that. I forgot to unmute you all. So, uh, the first couple ten minutes, y'all weren't really talking, but trying to censor us. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those things. One of those things. But two zero two four seven zero six seven three eight. We're talking about the media and how they are. How they feel that what they are doing is benefiting Hillary Clinton and hurting Donald Trump. We don't think so. We don't think so. We think that the American people, especially in this election, is seeing what they're doing. Carla, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, hi, this is Chris, and I'm calling from the uh, chat room, RSBN chat room. What's your name again? Put USA first. Put put USA first. All right, all right. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm mad as hell. Okay, talk talk about it. It's uh, 50, whoever these idiots think they are, mm-hmm. um, Goldman Sachs, Evan McCullen oh, is yeah. a Goldman Sachs ex-CIA. How many other people I'm hearing from others that there are others that are tied in with Goldman, Goldman Sachs? Do they think we're idiots? I mean, this is Ted Cruz and his Mitt Romney and the group behind them. And I've sent um, a couple of tweets to Rance Priebus, and I want to keep sending everybody to keep sending him tweets. There's nobody who called themselves a Republican who took Republican money and RNC names and, and money and benefits. I mean, I contributed to those guys. There's nobody who does that who has the right now to go out 
and and try to start a third party to hurt our candidate. Period. I want them expunged from the RNC. I don't ever want them to get another penny. I want their names to be mud. It's not like somebody else. Mm. It's not like somebody else comes out. He just he threw me a punch and thought, God, like what? It's not like somebody else can go out and start. They can start any independent party they want to. They use our a year of exposure, uh, RNC uh, debates and everything else. And now those turkey. Uh, I'm trying to keep my mouth clean because I'm so angry. But they use they use our exposure, our name, everything else. And now they're trying to hurt. Donald Trump is probably one of the most decent men that we have ever had running. He might be playing a game, sort of, with his audience. He's an entertainer, sort of. But in his heart, and we all see his heart, he's as good as it comes. He's a great father. He's a great businessman. You don't get to be as big as he is. I own my own company, and I know what it takes. Right. And he is a good man. And and I love, right. I love uh, uh, Mike Pence, too. I think they make a great thing. So I want us to form an effort to make the RNC disavow these turkeys. It's not like they came off somewhere else and decided to run, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's their, they were already there. They have all the advantages. And so I'll shut up now. That's all I want to say. Thank you, dear. Thank you. And um, put, put, you, what is that? put America first. Put, put USA first. She is um, a member of the RSBN uh, TV uh, YouTube chat room. Let me say this. Um, I do know about the Well, I don't know about the guy. I really don't know anything about this McCullen guy. But I will say this to all of you Trump supporters out there. It is August 8th. It is August 8th. Don't worry about this this guy at the last minute. Don't worry about this guy. This guy is this guy's uh, buckwheat. <laughs> he's buckwheat. He's he's in the wind right now. He he's not going to be president. Okay, he's not going to be president. There is a small faction that is trying to make noise right now, and they and they've found somebody to put up. Uh, that really doesn't have a name, that really doesn't have, I mean, he's probably going to do a, a couple of shows, and in a couple of weeks, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, he's going to pull his name from presidential contention because he isn't getting any movement. I would not worry about it. I Seriously, I would not even worry. I, he isn't going to be on stage for the no. debate. I, I think once the Trump t- train gets done with him on social media, he'll be done within 48 hours. And the only people that are going to show up are the losers in the GOP that pitched <laughs> a fit because they didn't get their yeah, way. Yeah. That's what's going to happen with this guy. And you know what? She really did make a valid point, though, Wayne. Hmm. Where is the GOP and where? when is it going to come to a point to where they hold these guys accountable for something? For not honoring their pledge. Are they going to hold people accountable? Because well, they wanted to hold Trump accountable on everything for the past year. But the so thing when is, are they going to start holding people accountable? The thing is, um, as we have seen over the, and, and, and Hutch and Stacey can attest to this, as, as we've seen over the past seven years, they don't hold each other accountable for nothing. So we have to hold them accountable at the uh, ballot box. We had to vote them out. You have to vote your own senator and representative out. I know that hurts. I know that hurts you. I, 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 people, I know it hurts. It hurts you. But you got to vote him out. We have a caller. Carla, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Wayne, am I on? 
Hey, Alan. Roger. Roger. Yes. Hey, Roger. Uh, Roger. Hey, Wayne. This is Roger from San Antonio. Hey, uh, Roger. By way of RSBN. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, thank you. Uh, just have two points. Well, I've got an, an um, kind of an announcement, and then uh, a point about the whole media thing. Uh, I'm a campaign co-chair for the Trump campaign here in San Antonio, and we're having uh, General Mike Flynn coming in tomorrow. And we're, I mean, we're overflowing, but if there's someone in the area, San Antonio, that still wants to go, just uh, give a shout-out in the chat, and I'll see if I can get him in. Um, I've also got the media folks, uh, local TV folks showing up, so that's the announcement. And going back to, to the media, I mean, this is not something that's new. This has been going on since, you know, since the Warren Commission, or as I like to call it, the Warren Commission, and, you know, and more recently, the Iraq War, Syria, Libya, all of these. I mean, they couldn't, the, the government couldn't do any of these uh, things without the collusion of the media. So, so, you know, the media is a tool for the elites, and, and this election is, you know, it's just, it's not Democrats, Republicans. I'm a former Democrat. Now it's, you know, Trump or bust for me. And it's, it's not about... Uh, parties. This is about globalists versus um, anti-globalists, and and this is a war that you know that that's going to be rough, but we got to win. Uh, so I just wanted to say that I'll be there tomorrow, um, and I've I'm, I've got my RSBN TV signs, and I've got my Wayne Dupree. I hope it's not a copyright infringement, but I'm just gonna I just want to highlight uh, y'all show and oh. also RSBN. Thank so, you. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, Roger. And um, those that are in San Antonio, make sure that you go and check out his rally, please. Uh, and um, and, uh, and support um, General Flynn. General Flynn is um, a big-time supporter of Donald Trump. And uh, did y'all check out that um, economic speech today? I did. What? I thought it was great. You thought it was great? Mm -hmm. Cam? Yeah, actually, listen, it was a really, really good speech. He did great. You could tell it was so funny. He was holding his tongue. You know he wanted to say something mm. when those protesters came out. Uh, I know. But he held it. But you know what? Once they took him out, he just jumped right back into it. Hutch? I thought it was great he held his tongue. I mean, he really was very poised during that. I thought it was great, and it was very specific. And, and I don't see how someone can call themselves a conservative and, and sit home and not vote for him after listening to something like that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Hutch. Hey. There he is. <laughs> I'm in my mobile studio, ladies and gentlemen, in Bordentown, New Jersey, uh, Chris Christie country. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Didn't know so, that. So uh, you'll have this from time to time. I apologize. Uh, you watched um, the economy speech, the economic speech today? I did. I listened to, to a lot of it. Yes, I did. What do you think? Uh, I think uh, if he can win it. And if he can win hearts and minds in Detroit, he's got a good thing going on. Right. Uh, I think he has a lot of good points. I mean, he's uh, the energy and everything else is, is something that's critical, and and I think it's uh, I think it's a winning ticket if he starts continuing to do things like this to, to lay out specifics and to get even more specific than he did today. Uh, I, I think it'll it'll work for him. I do. Okay. All right. Hey, um, we have Carrie from Florida. How you doing, Carrie? Hey, my brother Wayne. How's it going? What's going on, bro? I like the new digs, man. Looking good over there. Uh, you just got to put up your sign so nobody can uh, put up a kind of funny picture about you. <laughs> anyway, uh, everybody, keep calm. Keep calm. God's on the throne. Mm -hmm. Okay? 
What we should be focusing on, and I say we, the American people, we should be going out and finding everybody who is not registered to vote yet and get them registered to vote. There's 72.6 million unregistered voters in this country. And if we can just get, what, 10% of that? There's your 7 million right there. That's what I would encourage everyone to start doing. Right. I that's agree. how Obama, that's yeah, how Obama got, did, it. did it in 08. Go ahead, Hutch. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Stacey. No, I, I was just saying, yeah, Stacey would have it. Go ahead, Stacey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just, I agree with you, caller. I think that um, that is something that, you know, he's got a lot of energy and he has a lot of people coming out to see these rallies and I hope that there are people there talking to the people who are showing up because there are deadlines throughout every state and it's very important that the people in the chat rooms make sure that you know what your state's deadline is to register to vote. In Georgia you have to um, register to vote by mid-October or you will not be able to vote in November and I think it's really important to turn these crowds into voters because I guarantee you a lot of them have never registered and we need to make sure that that message is getting out there well i don't know how much pull or how much input or how many connections you all have with the trump campaign but i would strongly suggest that you all at the very least make that suggestion to them because that is exactly that's what's going on i mean i'm surprised diamond and silk get in touch with diamond and silk tell people to go out and get people registered to vote well, that, you know what, Carrie? So Carrie, that's what that's what they were doing in North Carolina this weekend. Um, Dominic Silk, Pastor Burns, Good, Omarosa, uh, Laura, uh, which is Eric Trump's wife, um, and uh, Lynn Patton. They were all at a North Carolina church, and actually, they were all in. Um, they were at a North Carolina restaurant too, but um, they were going through and they were doing exactly what you were saying. So. And I know um, they're, I know for a fact they're working on something for, uh, uh, I ain't going to say nothing. Yeah, yeah but I, I do know that they're working on something for a swing state. So, I mean, they believe me, they have the right people. It's just that um, they're also doing it. They aren't doing it right in front of the camera either. So, right, they're not. Right. Ben Carson is doing something as well because I mean we have to do something because now we have people at Planned Parenthood yeah. that are signing up to get people registered to vote when they go into Planned Parenthood all over the United States. So I know Ben Carson's working on something too, um, especially getting involved with the churches because a lot of people in the church don't vote. Right. So he's got a plan on that as well. But hey, well, now one last thing, one last thing, and I appreciate your time so much. Um, what we what we have what what we and I'm saying we I'm speaking to your entire listening audience. What we have to remember is, and Stacy touched on this a little earlier, when you have everybody and their grandmother saying the very same thing, you know they are all scared, and you all touched on it in the very beginning. They are. <laughs> They are afraid of the price that they're going to have to pay once they are out of power. And I'll just leave it at that. Thank you for your time, gang. You all okay. are doing a bang-up job. Keep Thank it up. you. 
Thank you, Kay. Kay. No problem, brother. Kay is our um, Kay is our buddy out of um, Florida. <laughs> Joe. Joe is talking to me while I'm doing my show, and I'm going to wring his neck when I go down there to Georgia. I am. I'm going to wring his neck. Um, <laughs> I'm going to wring his neck. But he's supposed to be getting me some ribs. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hold off on wringing his neck until I get my ribs. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 202-470-6738. We're going to um, <laughs> stop, Joe. Uh, we're going to hold on for about another uh, 10 minutes. And uh, we're, uh, But those are the couple things that I wanted to talk about with you all tonight was Rudy... Um, and the media, and how he took down Martha Raddatz. And Martha Raddatz is actually, seriously, Martha Raddatz is kind of one of the harder ones to take down. I mean, it's easy for us because we know what we would do, but the people that she brings on, they don't, they don't fight back like that. They don't fight back like what Rudy did. But again, like I said, when you have these people and they go on these shows... They want to be invited back. So they play along, which makes them look weak. You see what I'm saying? It makes them look weak. It makes them look like that they just got destroyed. And 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 I have I've I've um I've talked to my sister, uh I've talked to a couple of my sisters that are always on all the time. And, you know, I'll tell them in a text, well, this is what I would say. Well, Wayne you have to you have to play the game, so I mean, because if you say it like that, then they won't have you back on. But okay, but if I say it like that, I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth, you know. So, you know, whatever, whatever. We're, look, everybody out there that's watching right now, you tell the you tell the damn truth. You tell the truth. Hillary Clinton is a liar. Hillary Clinton is a liar. She she she. Uh, she is not to be trusted. I'm surprised that she's gotten this far for her, um, for a presidential nomination. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe this woman got nominated by the Democratic Party. Under, she wasn't under investigation, right? She had just been cleared of the FBI investigation part where they did not put her under oath, where they... Uh, allegedly questioned her for three hours and never put her under oath once. Where have you ever heard of that before? I've never heard of that before. Cam, I've never heard of that before. No, you're, you're, you're not going to hear it. The, the Clintons believe they're above the law. They're used to getting away with everything. So, um, you know, why would they do anything different now? I mean, that's 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 the thing is they don't hold anybody accountable. And um, I don't think they expected this in a million years, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. They didn't expect a Donald Trump. They didn't expect this. They're used to controlling the narrative. That's what's been in their favor for years. That's what they are used to. So now they don't know what to do. And so um, and plus, they didn't expect people to actually fight back like all of us right, are. They didn't right. expect this whatsoever. So they they've they've been thrown. They've been thrown to the wolves. And we are the wolves, the silent majority that's waking up and calling the media out. And this is something that they've never had to deal with ever whatsoever. Mm. And Stacy, you know, these polls, I, I mean, honestly, I really have been staying away from these polls. 
good, good or bad. Now, I, now I understand Donald Trump uses the polls, and I think he uses the polls to show or highlight just how things can get. Okay, like if um, if he's highlighting this poll in this city, and he's highlighting this poll in this city, then if something terribly happens, then the next day he can come back and say, see, I'm telling you, this is what's happening with the system and his rig. But for many followers out there, the followers are using the polls almost like it's scripture, almost like it's Bible, you know. I mean, what? Yeah, he's up by nine. Yeah, we can't. No, people, look, don't don't follow the polls. Don't follow the polls. Um, who was it? Um, I think it was uh, Rudy Giuliani that said it yesterday. It, it said that uh, uh, there's so many things that could, I mean, we're only in the first week of March. Stacy, we're only in the first week of March. There's so many things that can happen. I mean, um, George W. I, George Bush the first was down by 16 points going into September. Right, right. But you know, that's that's pretty much all they have at this moment. You know, is 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 the polls. And and honestly, I'm a little concerned about the accuracy only in that. Who are they leaving out? And when you look at the polls and who they're who they're actually. Uh, speaking to, they're speaking to people who have voted in past elections, and I think that's leaving out a very big portion of who, of who Donald Trump is going to bring to the polls right. um, that they're not actually tapping into. And I think one of the people in the chat room mentioned, too, that they're not calling cell phones. They're not calling us. Mm-hmm. I've never been called for a poll. And I'm not saying that you can completely discount them, because they do go, you know, they, they it's not as if they, you know, they have no basis on on what they're bringing to the table but i do not believe that it's it's accurate in picking up the new voters that that trump is bringing in but you have to remember that when you don't have anything to run on the Mm. only thing she has to run on is um insulting trump right right you know i mean she has nothing else so that's all she has polls and any mistake that he makes being magnified by her pr wing in the mainstream media and this is what's funny. I have to say this real quick because a poll was actually ran on Bravo TV. That is a highly liberal TV station. And it was after the Real Housewives. They ran a poll. And guess what? 65% said they were voting for Trump. 65% on Bravo. And they were floored. So this shows you when you run a poll with the general American people, you are going to see something different right. than the people that are in politics, that are politicians, that know their type of demographic that they're going for to skew the polls in their direction. We have Cheryl from Florida on the line. How you doing, Cheryl? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm fine. What do you want to talk about real quick? Um, about the polls. You know, polls are a big uh, false tool of the Democratic Party. They slant them and twist them. And, you know, the old saying, everybody wants to be on a winning team. So let's just say that they take these polls and they pat them and they twist them and and they make it look like Trump is losing, you know, for the low-information voter, um, you might think that it would possibly sway them because they don't want to vote for somebody who's going to lose. Right. You know, and I just feel that people really need to turn that poll information off. I went to his rally here in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Wow dynamic nobody 
could have 16,000 people and 2,000 more outside chanting so loud I thought it would burst my eardrum. And you're going to tell me that Hillary Clinton is ahead? Come on now. Who are they fleecing? Right, right. Well, so yeah. my feeling is, is, you know, people just need to, you know, go with their gut feeling and know that this guy is on our side. Loved his speech today. Awesome. But, you know, um, don't listen to the polls because right. it is all slanted, just like the media. They're trying to discourage people and, you know, and capture those, the, the weaker voters is what I would call them, the people who... Um, just that listen to everything. Right. So I just okay. think it would be a good advice for people not to pay so much attention to that. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for your call. And all uh, right. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting ready to roll out of here. We, let's see. Let me take this one. Um, Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, uh, Joe. I'm calling from California. What's up, Joe from California? How you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, I was just calling to put my comment in on this, if I can get in on Go. it. Huh? Go. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, uh, is there any way I can talk to the individual, Wayne, that's talking or whatever? Uh, let's Hold on. Let me see if I can He's get it. the one that's on the air. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'm watching it on my, uh, on my uh, 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 laptop. Hey, Joe, how you doing? It's Wayne Dupree. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Um, hold on a second. Are you talking to somebody else? Nope, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to you now. Oh, well, it's, are you on? No, some woman's talking. Hey, Joe, hey, turn down. Joe, Joe. Live then, huh? Joe, turn down your radio. Yeah, I did. It's a laptop. Anyway, okay. I, right. I just wanted to say one thing. You need to put something behind you when you're talking on that uh, in that room, whatever. Put a flag up or something. I know. You yeah. have a bare wall behind you. Yeah, I know. You stand out a little bit better, whatever. <laughs> Plus, you're falling asleep, it looks like, in this situation. But anyway, nevertheless, I'm a Republican, always have been. And the thing is, it's Donald Trump is the guy. Hillary Clinton belongs in jail. She doesn't belong out on the campaign trail, misleading the country and everybody in it, and, and, and having everyone being told these lies and things of, of defeat and deceit on all of us. You know, it's right. not right. right. It's really not right. She should be in jail for lying, for doing all that she's done, whatever. I just wanted to put in my two cents on that. Well, you know what? I appreciate you putting in your two cents, and uh, you don't let you don't let this be the last time you call in. Okay, you call back in again, Joe. Okay, right. I wanted to talk to you if you could get you in the picture, but that won't happen, huh? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you you're talking to me right now in the picture. Yeah, but yeah, but you, no, no, no. I mean, live, whatever. Oh, live, no. Well, I want to see your response on on the conversation or whatever, so well, I can talk to you better that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. On, you know, on the comments of what you're asking me, whatever. You know, that that kind of thing. Anyway, nevertheless, no. I really wanted to be on the air. I wanted really people to hear what other things I needed to have and wanting to say, which is in regards to the situation of what's going on. Uh -huh. I think the Democrats themselves, 
you know, are in the media. In the media being that they're the ones that are running the, the cameras and the, like CNN and so on and so forth. You know, most of them are Democratic, so of course they're going to show that, you know, the Democratic side versus the Republican side. You know what I'm saying? I sure do. I sure okay, do. Okay, well, that's number one. The other one is it's that uh, when you guys are filming the right side, whatever, I like those two black girls. I don't know their names, but they're funnier now. You're talking anyway, about the other thing is is that uh, the, I gotta let the, you go uh, though, Joe. Joe, huh? I, Joe, I gotta let you go. We we're getting to end the show. Oh, you gonna put me in the show? We're getting ready to end the show. I gotta let you go. Oh wow! Already wow. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. All well, right. Um, the other thing too, though, what I wanted to say, and it's really important. I'll, I'll, I'll make it real fast. You need to film the audience when you guys are out filming. Yeah, because that's Trump's biggest, you know, thing is that other other uh, uh, media, whatever, they're not doing that. And you guys should pick it up and do it for them, you know, do something that they're not, you know. Trump don't move much, and you know he really wants to crouch to be on the on the on the on the wave, you know, on the pictures and people seeing it. Well, nobody ever sees it until it's over, and you just see them all walking out. But they don't show the masses of the people. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. Thank you for your yeah, call. Hopefully. Um, for you that are watching right now, for y'all that are listening through Spreaker, uh, the RSBN uh, camera guy is out and about. So you will be seeing, if you already haven't seen already, um, he he is panning the audience. He's going from left to right, so you can see a lot of what's going on within the uh, the broadcast area. So, um, Joe, uh, just stick um, subscribe to the Right Top Broadcasting Network. Make sure you hang on there, okay, my friend. And uh, every time when they go live, you can check it out. Before we go, before we before we go. Um, Someone in the chat room said to speak about what happened to Pastor Burns tomorrow. Uh, I'm not about what pap- happened to Pastor Burns' show yesterday. It got taken down because of some speech. Um, I don't want to say the word because I think that's where that's the reason why it got taken down. Um, I don't want to say the word, but it got taken down because of some type of. Um, speech, bad speech that uh, he was using, but he wasn't using. It It was just, again, I think it was the word that triggered that show to be taken down. Uh, YouTube has um, gotten very political correct over the last two, three years where you really can't say anything. You really can't do much of anything. Um, but then again, it's theirs. It's, it's, they are a private company bought by Google. So they were Google and them work hand in hand. And, uh, you know, it's okay. You know, we, we preach that everybody should be able to say what you want to say, how you want to say it, whenever you want to say it. Okay. Uh, as for pastor Mark Burns, he, he didn't say anything wrong. He he said it from the heart. He didn't say anything wrong. It's just that I I think that there are some triggers. There are some triggers that 
these uh, these um, the the YouTube and these other people uh, use to um, stop people, especially on the conservative side. You really don't hear. I mean, liberals come on YouTube all the time and yell and cuss and curse, I mean, curse whatever and stuff and like that. But if somebody says the H word, uh, H speech uh, on uh, on YouTube, then they're then their show gets taken down. I don't think that's right. I think, I think that's a bull crap uh, rule. Um, I I don't approve of it, and I don't back it. And I support uh, Pastor Mark Burns, uh, but again, uh, I was banned off of Facebook like three times. Now I know what I can do and what I can't do. So I'm not gonna <laughs> keep on doing it. Just so I can go on Twitter and say, "Look, they banned me again." You know, I'm not going. I'm not going to do that because I'm trying to get a message out. Because one of the things that's happening too is RSBN network is being targeted right now. Right. Um, they're being targeted because we're calling out the media using this as a platform, and people don't like it. The media doesn't want it. So if they're going to go after anybody, I mean, you see Joe posting stuff all the time going, no, we own the rights to this. So th- they're being targeted just as much. So when I saw that go down, I thought, well, enemy's trying to take them back out again because they don't want Pastor Mark Burns to be heard. Nobody wants RSBN panning the cameras. They want to interfere as much mm-hmm. as they possibly can. So this is the fight that we have going forward because the one thing they want to do is silence everybody so all we have to turn to is them again mark burns didn't say anything wrong in his video i just believe he used one word that triggered youtube and uh uh you know you have h and seven eight nine and if you take out the seven and the nine and you have the number eight, then, you know, then you put that together with the H and that word was used. And I think that's what triggered YouTube to take down his um, video, I guess. Me, I'm not going to use it. I haven't used it. Or maybe I have used it, but um, YouTube hasn't caught it yet. But and, and maybe they will catch it, but I don't know. But again, he can say anything wrong, you know. So, all right, with that... I'm getting ready, getting ready to roll out of here. We want to thank everybody that was listening tonight. You have been a pleasure. You have, I mean, it's been an honor to be out in front of you tonight, and we thank you for joining us. Um, Stacy, how can people reach out to you on social media? You guys can reach me at DiscoveringMe40 on Twitter and on WayneDupree.com. And Cambry. I'm on Twitter at Cam, K-A-M-V-T-V. And my name is Hutch Baylor Jr. You can catch me in Cold War, I mean, Steel City, Cold War, Steel City, Blogspot Resistance, I think. What is that? Steel, Steel, Steel City Resistance, no, Blogspot, that's... SteelCityResistance.blogspot.com. There you, you go. Catch them on Twitter at Berg's Eye View. All right, Hutch, thank you. Um, and you can catch me on Twitter at Wayne Dupree Show. And on um, Facebook, just type in Wayne Dupree Show and you can catch me. Tomorrow night, we'll be back here on the Right Side Broadcast Network. I'm going to have my banner up. I'm going to put on my banner tomorrow. So um, Joe cannot put Milo's picture up there again. As a, He put it in a frame, too. Can you believe it? It almost looked... 
wait, wait two minutes. He, t he told me to wait two minutes. He told me to wait two minutes. What am I waiting two minutes for? Alright. Alright, so until then, uh, it's been great, Stacy. Um, see you next Monday. Cam, see you for lunchtime tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. And um, not only that, don't forget we're on every single day at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, Cam. Oh, and we got we got some things that we want to um, bring to you. We're talking about it tomorrow night. So make sure that you are bringing a friend. When you come back, bring a friend and uh, make sure that you're sharing these replays and sharing the show. And we so, we so appreciate you joining us from the bottom of our heart. God bless you all. Dances a